podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Hey everyone, it's Lindsay Rhodes and I've got a new podcast, The NFL Road Show fun and kind of nerdy conversation about the NFL every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. I've got some amazing guests that are joining me. I'll be breaking the huddle with the top stories, previewing games. We'll get set for the weekend fantasy with our Fantasy Friday episodes, and we'll answer some of your questions as well. So subscribe to the NFL Roadshow on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Rashford, he's in here. He scores! Marcus Rashford takes yet another step up the ladder. And it's a lad from Manchester who scores. One Manchester is there. Only chance in the team right now. He's there like Good evening and welcome to another episode of Mugger. Uh, this evening I'm joined by three wise men. Uh, Dwayne, how's it going? I'm good, brother. I'm good, man. I'm just here, man. Trying to trying to support the team best I can, you know. But yeah. it's bloody difficult when we're playing like this. <laughs> it's, it's, it's weird. It's like, of course you want to win, but it's like, ah, I've won, but at what cost? Um, <laughs> you know what it is? I find it. I don't like going up against people like, oh, support Oli, support Oli. I want to support him, but I, I'm struggling, man. Yeah, I'm really we'll get into it. We'll get into it. Aka, how are you doing, bro? Yeah, I'm good, man. I'm feeling yeah, fine. I'm doing better. Good, good. I've been doing <laughs> a lot, so. Could be a Back by popular demands. Uh, and Stevie, how are you doing? Uh, we needed four people, so uh, you just happened to be the person who was free this evening. Uh, how's it going, mate? <laughs> <laughs> a man, 
he screamed peace and harmony and he decided to I'm like, come at him. Do you know what? I've got bigger problems than you. I told you, I'm trying to leave the British border. I'm trying to leave the border. You're small crying. You're small crying. I've got to worry about Boris right You're battling international governments, man. You don't need to worry about the likes of me, man. So before we start, I want to talk about our partners, Fanslide. Uh, Fanslide is an in-play fantasy type game. Uh, essentially, I played it on the weekend. You played it on the weekend as well, didn't you, uh, Stevie? So well, you it, my name right. I said Stevie. How, how am I looking? Temporary, temporary yeah. pause. But no, no, no. I did say it was banging. Um, obviously, you've got you've got the twenty-minute segments, and it doesn't matter which segment I had Marshall in. He wasn't going to bang for me anyway. <laughs> <laughs> A bit. <laughs> Yeah, it's the luck that comes into it. It's like, for me, the only player I actually got them in the perfect position was Dan James. And I just put him in us because by that time I was like, okay, everybody at this point is bang. So mm-hmm. he's got to like get a goal or get an assist or something. Oh, and you, you had more faith than me. <laughs> <laughs> Trusting in Dan James to bag a goal, boy. That's risky tactics, man. But obviously yeah. nobody would have predicted the start we had um, I think our first four goals came within the first 20 minutes. I don't think anyone saw that coming. And made a, a brace as well. Um, cool. I was I was actually going to back him to get a hat trick, but I thought that might be a bit too extreme. Um, and unfortunately, he didn't. Gave the pen to to Bruno. But yeah, we'll get into that. But yeah, no, I thoroughly enjoyed it to be honest. Fantastic. So obviously, when I go on there, you're on there, Dan's on there, Lewis is on there. Uh, we're all going to be on there. The next game, well, by the time you guys hear this, I'm going to be doing the Chelsea game this evening. Uh, the next game that's on there is our game against Leicester, 12.30 on Saturday. So if you're Man United, you're Mugger, uh, hop onto the fan slide. I'll be on there, go against each other, see who does better. Um, I'm going to double I'll... down on um, I'm going to double down on Martial again. He can't go another game. <laughs> <laughs> We'll get into it now. So, um, yeah, let, let's start with yesterday's game. So it was a 6-2 win at home against our, our bitter rivals, uh, Leeds. Um, I'll start with you, Dwayne. Uh, what did you think of the performance? Um, all in all, it was a good performance, but I'm still, like, I'm still disappointed because I think we really should be dominating games like that. I know we come with a massive scoreline and so forth, but looking at the bigger picture, I thought we've got to begin to championship championship sides like that. We've got to dominate the game, and I think to come away with having less possession to someone like Leeds, I'm, I'm not I'm not happy about it, man. I know we got a big win, um, and it was a good performance from a lot of the lads, especially McTominay, who was like, he was outstanding. If he could play like that weekly, mate, he'd be on stuff. Fred, I'm bro, I'm bro, we 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 we're on a massive margin. He still didn't really do much. I just don't, I don't, I've just gone off of him, man. Gone off of him. Like, I backed him while everyone was dissing him, and then I was just gone off of him, man. You see, for me, yeah, my thing was, I said in the, in the Mugger chat a few days before that he was going to score because he's a chaos man. Like, that's what I tell you lot. That's the only time he's actually useful. So I was thinking he'd have a solid game, you know, win the ball high up, start, start counter-attacks and stuff. But he just wasn't on it. It was the worst, all the worst sides of Fred. So, like, the poor touch, the poor positional awareness, being dominated physically, not finding teammates with his passes. Um, yeah, yeah, it, it was not really good. Um, wow, somebody in the comments saying Fred was good yesterday. No, Mikey. I don't agree at all, man. I didn't, it wasn't that I didn't, bad. 
I don't think it was that that bad. I mean, I wouldn't say but it was good, that, that that bad, but it's just like you're winning that by that margin. You should be having a good game. Yeah, I don't like, think you know, in a 6-2 drum and don't really smash it, like, what kind of game did you have? The thing is, yeah. you have to look at the team we were playing, and obviously it's a criticism of Fred because he, he's not very press-resistant. He doesn't like it when you get swarmed. And if you look at Leeds off the ball, but they swarm you when they're when they yeah. the ball. So, for that reason, he was, he was always going to struggle. But he, right, yeah. and this is what surprised me. Why start him? You knew he can't play, he can't play on the pressure. No, but he has to play, though, because if you look at Leeds, they run about 90 kilometres a game. They're the fittest team in the league, and Ole said it, and Lampard said it when they beat them. You have to, run, you have to outrun Leeds. So if you're going to outrun Leeds, you've got to play Fred and McTominay. Mm. Yeah, I hear you. Yeah, like yesterday, it was 73% pass completion, lost possession about 15 times. Um, he wasn't dribbled past any times. He made five tackles, blocked some shots, made an interception. Yeah, yeah, he was okay, but he wasn't as good on the ball as we'd like. The thing with Fred is that, obviously, we know Fred's Fred's got limit, limitations in it, and we know all of our midfield have limitations, but to Aka's point, if we don't play Fred in that game, I'm not sure we, lo- um, we win, because we don't have another midfield player who's going to run and cover as much distance as Fred. And there's as much as what he does off the ball for our team as as compared to what he does on the ball. So I know like he's a bit sloppy in possession and he makes a bad decision occasionally, but that boy is actually crucial to our team. So, yeah, man, I feel like we just need to pay him a bit more respect. In some, in some games, perhaps. I think that was actually, for me, a game that I expected him to do well and I wasn't necessarily surprised when Pogba didn't start. Mm. Um, but... He didn't do as well as I thought he would do. Those sorts of games I've seen him do better in, in the past. Um, so, Aka, McTominay, you've got Seb in the comments just being quite embarrassing, to be honest. So, um, I'll ignore Seb and I'll come to you. Um, let's talk about uh, McTominay's performance yesterday. Um, yeah, what were your thoughts? Um, I've always said it in all my chats and anyone I speak to. He's got the physique and the athleticism to do that more time than he doesn't. The thing with him is he gets bogged down too often, whereas I think yesterday Ole gave him a role to actually get a bit further up the field. And if you, if you watch McTominay when he runs, he's such a unit and he's such a presence. He can't be stopped when he, when he opens his, his stride up. He, he, I think he's 6'4", 6'5". He's naturally got a bigger stride. So, you know, when he starts dribbling with the ball, he can't be stopped. Uh, I like McTominay personally. I think he's here to stay as a squad player. Um, he, will, he will keep maturing. If you look at McTominay from two years ago to the McTominay we saw yesterday, you know, he's come on leaps and bounds for me, and he's always going to get better. He's the type of player that reminds me of, like, Yukarik, Henderson, Fletchers. They get better gradually, they keep pushing on, they learn the trade. I think by the mid to late 20s, McTominay will be a very good and appreciated player by that point. Um, I like him as well. Sorry? I like him as well. Yeah, he, he he's from the academy, he speaks well, he, he, you know, he's, he's grown into his body now, he, he's a fully grown man, he's playing week in, week out, he's improving. Uh, he's going to be a very good player for the next uh, three, four years. It's going to take time. You're going to have bumps across the road because as good as he is as a presence and athletically, he is lacking technically and he is lacking in his reading of the game and when to do certain things. But I think that comes with age. Playing centre midfield for Man United at 23 isn't easy. I mean, all you've got to do is ask Paul Pogba about that and he'll tell you. 
There we go. Pogba jab number one. Continue. I'm I'm with that. To be honest, I think um I think for me um and I think it was evidence yesterday. Like we've been trying to play McTominay as as a defensive midfielder, but for me he's more box to box. Um, he's impressive yeah. once he gets into his stride. We've seen over the last few seasons as well, as well in and around the box. The guy's got a good strike of him. He's on him. He's capable of getting goals for our side as well. I think the problem is where it's McFred or McSauce together. It's like we're those two together are very devoid of what we need in terms of bringing the ball forward. And I think he does make a lot of sideways passes and perhaps he's not looking to break the lines enough. But if he's in a 4-3-3 where we've got a very competent DM and we've got one of either Bruno or Pogba, I can't see why he can't um, be a mainstay in our side. Um, but I think he's caught a lot of criticism and even criticism from me as well um, in games where we've been too passive and we haven't had anyone creative. So I'd just be looking for him to improve like his his passing ability. And hopefully with Carrick there, maybe he'll be able to find that and get that in the locker. Yeah, we'll we'll see about that. Um, I want to talk about. <laughs> I want to put talk, talk about a few individual performances and get just get you guys' uh, opinions uh, going forward. So I'll start with Anthony Marshall. Uh, you mentioned him, Stevie, due to fan slide and everything else in between. Um, listen, we've been talking about him all season because he hasn't really picked up where he left off last season. But I think that was quite comfortably his best performance of the season so far. Uh, had two good chances, unfortunately didn't put either of those away. But how happy were we, uh, Dwayne, to see Marshall come out and actually put together a, a good 90 minutes performance? Um, the, the, the situation with Marshall is confusing because um, Marshall is someone I've, I've liked for years. I've backed him when he wants to slay him. And one thing that always impressed me with Anthony is that he's finishing and always been, he's always been composed in front of goal. If he goes through on goal, I'm confident he's going to score generally. Like, in comparison to Rashford, I always put my money on Martial. But this season, it's almost like... First, I thought it was just a confidence thing, but I, now I actually don't know what it is. Like, yesterday, he was, he, was, he was brilliant in every aspect of the world until it got to his finishing. Like, his link-up play was good. He dropped off. He picked up the ball well. He'd done everything he needed to do yesterday except score. And there weren't even difficult chances. There were chances you expect him to take in his sleep. I don't know what's gone on. Um, and I'm I'm hoping it's just a, it's a, it's a um, confidence issue that he can address because for me it was a brilliant performance yesterday from from Martial. I think a lot of people probably underestimate what he did. Like he, he, I think he's involved in all f- like, f- like three or four goals yesterday. Got the two assists, even a penalty. Yeah, but he was he, he was top joy yesterday, man. Two assists, won the penalty. Even the one for Bruno's where he didn't win the penalty it was him in the box and Ailing tackled it. And it came back to and again, the yeah. Bruno and finished yeah. it. So he, he he did the usual things that we associate him with. So good back-to-goal game, good hold-up play, good link-up play. Um, but I need to see him start filling his boots now, man. Uh, I think we were saying in the in the Mugger chat today, like I would have much rather like he played all right and he got a hat-trick. Because uh, yeah, I, I already know he's a good footballer. I need to know that you can, you can bag the goals for us. Um, another player I wanted to speak to you guys about um, their performance yesterday was Victor Lindelof. So I think he's had a, he's had a good month, and it was it was great seeing him score yesterday. It was kind of like a reward for his consistency over the last uh, three, four, five, six performances. But Aka, what what were your uh, your thoughts on his performance yesterday? Because uh, we did win, but we did concede two goals, and at times they did get through and probably should have scored more. Uh, I'm a big fan of Lindelof. Firstly, um, I think he's better than Maguire. 
I think he's on the whole a very solid player. If you get 10 games from Lindelof, he'll play about 7 or 8 of them solid. Um, yes, it might not be the level at United we want to be at a higher level, but I think I don't think he's a problem. Um, I've always liked him. He's good on the ball. I think there is a weakness in his game that's aerially, and we thought getting Maguire in would sort of complement each other, but the issue is yeah, the sure. lack of a pair of them. Um, but I, I, I like Lindelof. Uh, he's got a lot of good qualities, and he's definitely he's definitely one we should keep in the team, I think. Uh, yesterday, it was a bit of a funny game. Like I said, I think we were talking before we went live. Leeds are a funny team. Um, I think yesterday, the aim was just outscore them. You know, they're going to come at us, we're going to go at them. Um, it's not like I think Dwayne was saying he wanted more possession football, but I think with playing against Leeds, the aim was just to get the win. It's obviously, it's a rival as well. You know, it's sort of a, like a derby. It's not a derby, but well, it's a, it's a Roses derby, they call it. Um, but yeah, I like Lindelof, and I think he's having, quietly having a good season yet again. You're kidding. What? You think he's having a good season? I think Lindelof. Okay, all right, Dwayne. Yeah, go on. I didn't think you were gonna. I didn't think we were gonna get more. A good season. You know what goals we can see weekly? Like he's not having a good season. Don't get me wrong. I don't think he's whack, but as a central defender, he lacks too many things. He's very good on the ball. He's slow. He can't hit up. Sorry to cut you off. He doesn't get beaten. He's slow, but he doesn't get beaten. When when was, last get... time, when was the last time he got a dribble pass? I'm not saying I'm saying can I know because I don't. But he doesn't get beat as often as Maguire. But I don't he, think he is slow. He is slow, but I think he reads the game to a decent extent. So you never see him getting run past or you know. Yes, you know I'm not because I, I I actually like him. He's decent, but I wouldn't go as far as saying he's having a good season. I just I don't. I, I think it's how do you get to say one of our defenders are having a good season when we concede so many goals? I. Uh, you know what? I'm with I'm with Akib here. I think defensively, obviously, defending is more than just the four individual defenders. But I think if we look at our personnel in the back four, I think Lindelof, to a large extent, has probably been the most consistent performer. And even passing out from the back as well, I thought he's brought a lot to us this season. We know his his physical limitations, but in terms of like clear on errors leading to goals, I can't really fault Lindelof and, and to Aka's point, generally when we've had defenders um sorry, attackers that have been um a handful, I think Lindelof has marshaled them pretty well. Um I think I think he reads the game well. Sometimes I think he doesn't quite sense danger as well as I'd like him to. But generally I think he's a competent defender. Um so, you know, yeah, I think we've been crying out for someone a bit more physical and pacey to partner him. I think if we had that, I'd be I'd be pretty content. Yeah, and I think I said that in the group. I think both of them, with a different player next to them, would look completely different. Um, but we don't have that. We just got them to, and it's, it's, it's horrible to watch at times because I don't go into any game thinking, well, we're going to get a clean sheet here. At no point. Yeah, I think <laughs> as a pairing, I think as a pairing, they don't help each other. But I think individually, paired with someone else, one of them would, yeah, perfect. Yeah, yeah I agree. I agree with that, 100%. Keep both of them in the squad and then go get an, another another elite yeah. centre-back. And, and, and then you've got a really good crop of centre-backs then, because you've got Tuan Zebe as well. Um, mm. He's one I want, I want to see him play, man. Him, I can't say fit. I mean, I think it was last week, uh, mid, or midweek, should I say, midweek against... Uh, who do we play in the midweek? You know I mean? Sheffield United. Sheffield United midweek, um, him and Bailly were injured. 
and he said they'd be, they'd be fit by this game. Um, I like to see them against Everton in mid in midweek, but we'll, we'll get to that. Uh, but Tuan Zabi's got great attributes, man. He's Bruh, big, me, he's mobile, he's comfortable yeah. on the ball. He, he's got he, he's um I understood that when he was younger, like getting beat in the air was a bit of a weakness for him. But he did his year at Villa, and they really really wanted to keep him. Um, so I'd like to see him get a run because if we could av- avoid having to spend another fifty sixty million on a top defender and we could bring somebody through the academy, I'd love that. He was great against PSG. And even same way with McTominay, these guys, these academy boys, because they've kind of come up through the club, and a lot of them would have been here for 10, 15 years or so, they've seen the glory days. So to them, Man United's success is not just, oh, I'm a foreign guy who's come from Brazil or from France or from Portugal. Like, I lived it. I was here for that. I saw Beckham. I saw Rooney. I saw Ronaldo. I saw Scholes. I saw Carrick, etc., etc. So to them, it means it means more. It means more. Um, so I definitely want to see uh, more of him. Bayer, I've given up on. I just don't think, and it's not no no knock on him. I just don't think that his body can stand up to it. He can't. Yeah, I don't think his um his body can stand up to it personally. So um yeah, for me Lindelof um he's been solid for Lindelof, but I think his weaknesses are the weaknesses that will always mean that we're in trouble. And their weaknesses as a pairing affect the rest of the team going forward because of how what? poor because of how poor they are physically. Uh, at times their poor reading of the game as well. It means that. We definitely always have to have a McTominay or a Fred in front of them to constantly, a midfielder who's there basically, or two midfielders who are there constantly because they have to look after the guys behind them. And then it means that necessarily in some games, you're not going to play a footballer like Paul Pogba because um, he doesn't do the defensive work. And I think that, again, is something we discussed in the chat uh, during the week, Dwayne, and, and how the team isn't necessarily set up. Um, and they're part, they're part of that problem. Um, so Dwayne's not having him too much. Aka and... Um, Acker and Stevie, they, they've been happy with their contributions this, you, this season so far. You see, you know, with the with the, with the defensive, yeah. Don't you find that, especially this, no, not even especially this season, I find that Wambasaki's not having a good season, yeah. Mm. But I'm finding that he tucks in a lot to cover the central defenders. Like his positional sense, it's like he's been ordered to tuck in. Like, I don't, I don't like him. But the thing is, it. he does that, yeah. And then the problem is, he always leaves so much space out yeah. there for the wide right. man. And if that's but because they're not competent, if that's the instruction he's been given, that's mad to me because we're never blocked. We're, no. we're always struggling to br- block that pass across the face of goal. Like Maguire always seems to let them go past, and at this point, I think it's his physic, like his his lack of physicality. Like to us, it looks close enough for him to get to get there, but for him and them heavy mud feet, it's, he just <laughs> can't. He just can't. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So um, yeah. Go on, TV. Uh, yeah, I just think that's more an Aaron Wan-Bissaka problem because even when he is tucking in, I'm not exactly sure what he's covering. He doesn't seem to be picking up men or, or smelling danger at all. So I, and, and a lot of the time, he's not even looking behind him. So I think it's more a, a him problem than it is actual um, dedicated instructions. It's, uh, it's laziness slash arrogance because he's such a good defender one-on-one and he's got good recovery. I think he, he he just switches off and he thinks, oh, I'll make up for it. I'll get back there and I'll do it. But at the highest level, the wingers will will punish him. Damn uh, right. I think he needs to sort of be, be more switched on. I can't believe that's the tactic for him to tuck in. Um, I think that's the, that's the one Bissaka problem, hundred percent. I think I think so as well. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll we'll see we'll see how how that plays out. So um, 
before we go back and talk about the Sheffield United performance, uh, let, let's look at the table. Um, so we're 14, 13 games in for us, uh, 14 games in for the teams that have played the most games. Uh, we're third with 26 points. Uh, we've got a plus seven goal difference and we've got a game in hand, which is against Burnley, who, who won today, by the way. Um, when do we... No, are any of you taking this team and Oli seriously? Um, I'll start with you, Steve. Um, it's hard to say. I I would say that like there's a lot of there's a lot of mitigating factors. If I look at it plainly, I think we're about eight points up on what we were last season. So clearly we've improved. Clearly we're showing um, signs of gelling together, and I think we've done reasonably well since the first few games where we didn't have a preseason um, and considering we're playing without Pogba for the majority of the games, in terms of our points tally, I'm pretty impressed. What I would say, though, is we still see the massive inconsistency that that we always have. Like I say, I can't remember the last time I've seen us string together three um, league wins on the trot. We're out of the Champions League. That was disappointing. And we've had some really disappointing performances over the course of the season. So it's ups and downs. But then relative as well to the other teams in the Premier League, the quality of the Premier League this season, and to be honest, the quality of football is is much lower than we're used to seeing. So relative to the other teams, I don't think we're doing too badly. But I think my main concern um, in us sort of launching a proper title challenge and actually trying to compete is that whatever game it is, we are conceding way too many chances um, in open play and the opponents always look at, look like they can get past us. And yesterday was a really good result. We scored six, but it's not going to be that easy to score that many goals in, in, in many matches. And we still conceded two, which I think, granted, this leads they attack, but we look like we're going to concede in um, hella goals in every match. So, yeah, defence just really really needs to be tightened. If we can do something in January, then I think it'd be a massive help. Mm. Um, you've been a you've been a vocal detractor of Oli Dwayne. Um <laughs> very vocal. Um we we have Stevie's mentioned that we do consider a lot of chances, but when you, you compare our performances to teams like City who was supposedly better than us, Chelsea who's supposedly better than us, he's outperforming these managers and he's done better than he's did at this time last season with a poor start. With a poor start, with players coming back a bit sloppy, um, is it time for you to maybe give them a bit more credit? Football is back in full swing. You might not be at a game this year, but you can still be in on the action at Bet Online. Bet Online is going the extra mile to make sure you can get in on every possible chance to win this season. From game spreads and totals to team, player, and coaching props. Bet Online gives you more options to wager than anywhere else. You can get in on their season opening bonuses today and start off wagering on wins, division, and championship futures all day, every day. Head to Bet Online today and take advantage of all the great sign up bonuses. Don't forget to use the promo code BLUEWIRE at betonline.ag. That's BLUEWIRE, all one word. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. When I say fast in a ring, when I go hard, that's Santana. No, see, you're saying with Paul Sartre. Paul Sartre, he's got to take responsibility for that. So we can't say with that, like it wasn't him. That's him, isn't it? That's his responsibility. So my thing is, you got to understand, I feel like I dislike Oli. I, from the moment he was given the job, I said he can do top four. 
And if we're going to be happy with top four, then Oli's the man for the job. But if we want something more, then someone's got to make a brave decision and say, while we're doing this world with results, it's time to get a proper coaching. It's been in there two years, and I still don't know what the plan is. We play off the cuff weekly. Like the man just turn up at the AstroTurf and, 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 they just, and they just go with it. That's not how football goes, man. You've got to go out there with a plan every week. I should know what the plan is going to be, man, and I just don't. So for me, if we're happy with top four, then leave Oli, let him do his thing. But if you want to win titles, Oli is not that guy, man. You can clearly see he's not, he's not a tactician, he's not a coach. What is he? Okay, so I'll, I'll play devil's advocate. Obviously, he's brought in Dan James. Because he's thought, you know, they like to go one-on-one all over the pitch. I know Dan James, while not being the best footballer, is very, very quick. So he can beat, he can beat his full-back. They're going to they're gonna press and they're going to pass and they're going to move. So I'm going to take out Paul Pogba, who's our, arguably our best footballer. I think most people say he's our best footballer. I'm going to bring in Fred. I'm going to bring in McTominay. Isn't that him showing that he is flexible and he's adaptable? He's used multiple formations this season as well. That's showing you the same thing. That's his best tactic, bruv. Play counter-attacking football. That's it. Outside of that, what do you know that he does? Give me another tactic that he works with. You That's a part of my devil's advocacy. Got... <laughs> 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 I've got nothing left. Oh, <laughs> mate. Counter-attacking is what he does, bruv. And that's, we can't be a big-ass club, and that's what we're doing. Because when you come against a smaller club, you can't do that. And I think Floyd asked about yesterday was, was spot on. King was talking about a title challenge. You can't be title challenge if you can't dominate games. We're going to come unstuck unless we get it together. And I'm not saying we can't get it together, but something's got to give. The and I think is, his, his arrogance here or his naivety of getting rid of the bathroom and having a whole brand new... That's what's killing him. Because if he had some experience around him to help him put a plan in, this wouldn't be happening. That's exactly what I was going to say. I, I don't know where the lines are drawn these days between first team coach and manager, but if Solskjaer needs some help, then to me, it just seems like McKenna and Carrick are not capable of providing the patterns of play, the instructions to players that we need to give so that they can go out and have a clear plan. In terms of like his in-game management his strategies to start off games and so on and so forth, I think he, he might be able to get away with doing something if we had good enough coaches. But the two of them, as a parent, yeah, I'm, I'm, I agree with I agree with Dwayne. We, we can't win titles like that. So, boy, something has to give, but it's United, so we know it won't. Cool. <laughs> so, Stevie, you mentioned that we, we conceded a lot of goals and the lack of control means that uh, our, our method of playing isn't necessarily sustainable and isn't conducive to long-term success. Uh, Aka, I'm going to talk to you about our, our midweek game. So it was a 3-2 win away from home against bottom of the table, uh, Sheffield United. Um, that was a team that we beat very comfortably uh, the other side of um, the break. Um, what were your thoughts about that performance? Was it, again, one of those games where we just needed to get the points or were you looking to see a bit more than what you got? Um, at the minute, with the fixture pile-up and the way you know we're playing, it's just our position in the league, it's just win. Even yesterday, I was saying, I don't care about the performance, just keep winning. However, the performances are a bit worrying. Um, Sheffield United was a worrying performance because I, don't think, I think they scored four goals from open play all season before they played us and they got two <laughs> against us. So that's worrying. All right, there's a keeper error in there, and there's a bit of you know shoddy defending on the second goal. 
in parts though we looked electric so on the counter we look really good and like Dwayne said that is our tactic sadly it's counter-attack football that's why we've won 10 in a row on the road and that's why we struggle at home because teams sit sit on a deeper block against us at home we need more tactics top four is as good as, as, good as it's going to be for Ole sadly I would love to sit here and say I would love to see Ole win the league and I would but he isn't love- even yesterday I'll tell you why we're not going to win the league because yesterday 4-1 up I was still bricking myself, thinking this could be 4-4 at any point. I was like, if it gets to 4-2, it's long I'm now. I was that stiff in my seat. I was thinking, if they get one more, it's, you know, that's it. We're, 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 we're in for a game. We're in for a game, yeah. We haven't got the heart or the stomach to go in a title race. Mine is strictly top four this year. With the window we had as well, I think we can't expect more than top four. Uh, we should have backed him a lot more. January will be interesting. If we're serious, which we're not, and I know we're not, but I've got to play devil's advocate. If we're serious, we go out and buy a centre-back and a centre-midfielder, experienced, established players, and we go for the title, but we're not. So top four will be as good as it gets. Yeah, yeah, you mentioned... I, go on, Dwayne. You say go out and buy a, a centre-midfielder. Are you looking to sacrifice it? At home, basically, he's lost all faith in Maguire and Lindelof since... I know Lindelof didn't play. No, that no, game. CB, the, the, the midfielder. That's what, that's what I'm. Yeah, but I'm what curious I'm saying, so if you look at home, because of the six-one Spurs, he's lost all faith in defence and the way the system was exploited. So what he does now, he plays Fred and McTominay to protect the back two, the centre backs. Yeah, Fred and McTominay. Because of that, we have to sacrifice going forward. So we're quite limited at home going forward. On away from home, we can get away with it with a counter. So if you go get a good centre midfielder. Matic is a good player, but his legs have gone. So if you can get someone in the profile of Matic with legs who can patrol the, the back four, cover the space, like Fred, but Fred's a bit too rash, okay. then you can play a Pogba next to Bruno or a Van der Beek next to Bruno, and you're okay, going to win okay. a couple of games at home. A party, basically. We should have <laughs> 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 A player that we just watched go to Arsenal. Well, it's yeah, that one is yeah. That one we know we didn't even need any negotiation, which we know we're terrible at doing. Just send the money to La Liga and it would have been done. But boy. simple, but 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 we but we digress. But we digress. Cool. So uh, I I want to now uh, we've talked about the current, we talked about the past. Now I want to uh, look forward, talk about our, our next um, five games because as I said on the main pod and I kind of stand by it um, that. Uh, once we get to 20 points or so, we'll know where, where we stand. I think I agree with you guys in the sense that um, top four is the goal. And I think where you've got about six teams who are genuinely going for it. Um... Oh. Is it just me? Or... Uh, we lost Mariah. So mad team. <laughs> I need to get, need to get ball band up, man. Can you not hear me? Did you hear all my talking there? No. That's some of the best shit I've ever said. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, so I, was saying, I was saying on the main pod yesterday that we won't really see where we stand until we're about 20 games into the league. Um, and mm-hmm. yeah, well, we won't see where we stand until we're about 20 games into the league. So I wanted to go through our next uh, five or six league games just to discuss w- what we're expecting uh, from our team and where we end up being because as much as we say top four is the, the goal, we've got about six teams who are genuinely competing for that top four slot. And there's going to be a, a top side or two who doesn't end up going into the Champions League next season. So 
Our next game is the uh, 12.30 this Saturday against Leicester City. Um, how would you guys like to see us uh, line up and, and what are you expecting? Sorry, can I just... Mara, my phone's going to cut off. It's on 2%, yeah, and it's not charging. That's Oh, yeah, so you're just doing a reverse version of me, yeah? Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's cool, bro. It's cool. If, if you're gone, you're gone. I, I think yeah, I can... No worries, man. Okay, I'm going to go. So, yeah, so we've got the 12.30 against Leicester. And since you're still here, Dwayne, I'll get your opinion first. Um, how would mm-hmm. you like to see us go up against Leicester? Uh, and what are you expecting from that one? What I'm expecting is for him to do exactly what he's done against Leeds, allow them to have the ball, and hope that they, that they, they, they press us. But they do exactly the same thing. So, I'm not sure how that's going to pan out. Because Leicester are not going to want to come and push on to us. They're going to want to play counter-attacking football. Um, that's what they like to do. So I don't know what they, what, what the plan. But I would like to see him have a go, um, put a, a Fred or a McSauce in by themselves, and then play Pogba and Bruno. But I just can't see it happening, mate. Um, I want to see Greenwood given another opportunity centrally. Um, I'm not gonna lie, I'm getting tired of seeing him out wide. I don't think he's a winger, and I know he had a good season last season. But I think you, this season you're seeing. He just tucks in and he just wants to hit it. doesn't matter what's next to him. He just wants to hit it. Because, <laughs> because that's the game. And I, I respect it because I'm a striker, so I, I understand that. Like, even during the game the other day, he was there. There was two lined up. He was just slotted, man. He just, he just lashed it because he naturally wants to do that. So, so I've got to see that and just say, you know, play centrally. Martial's had a, he's, he's had a run up front. He's not doing it. Go out white or sit the bench, one of the two. What my thing is with him as well, just since you mentioned Greenwood, what's what? Why doesn't he use his right foot as much anymore? Because he's having. I don't get it. Like, we know that he can <laughs> he can strike it well with his right foot. Yeah. The reason why he's not is because he's not. <sighs> sensitive. There was a he's, he's on the right, so he's cutting in and he's, he's on his left, isn't it? If you put him centre, yeah, but then the thing is like, my thing right. is like once everybody's basically doubling up on his left foot. So I'm not scared of Wambasaka because he's not going to do nothing. So he can have that far um, right-hand side. The left-back tucks in. The centre-back can stay where he is nice and tight. He's going to come in on his left foot. When he's in the box and he's got the option of still being able to go either way, he goes for his left foot every single time. And it's like, I know you can finish with your right foot. I've seen your goals at the youth level. And I've seen your goals at this level. So I'm, I'm surprised as to why he's not using his his right foot as much as he has in the past. It's the angle, I think. So I think Dwayne's right because he's on the right. He's only got a certain angle he can hit the ball at from from his right foot. Whereas if you go Mm -hmm. centrally, you'll see him use his right a lot more and you'll see a lot more shifting onto each foot. Whereas Mm -hmm. I think the angle is very hard from the outside right. Because if you look at football, modern modern day football, everyone plays wingers, you know, oh, he's gone. They play play wingers um, that cut back in onto their stronger foot. That's just the way it goes in football nowadays. So it's going to be very hard for him from the right to hit that angle. But if you play centrally, and as you've seen in youth football, when he did, um, Mario, you said, you'll see him use his right a lot more. Because he's mm-hmm. got an angle then to go, he can go, you know, far post, near post, he can off both feet then. Mm-hmm. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. That's a, that's a good point. Um, would you be confident with him? Uh, would you be confident with him playing centrally? And he, he did well against West um, West Ham. I was I, I was impressed. But uh, at the back, Leicester have got Johnny Evans and Fafana, who's been uh, a revelation since he's come in. Um, would we want to put Greenwood up against that caliber of of defender? I think with um, 
with Greenwood, he's still got a lot of growing to do physically. I know he's grown um, a lot in the past year, but in the Premier League, you're up against like real physical specimens. And I think what we saw last season with, I think it was um, 17 odd goals or so and double figures in the Premier League is, I, I almost feel like you get a grace period in the Premier League in the first season where teams don't quite know or haven't quite figured out your strengths. And so in the first few games or so, um, perhaps they're not as attuned to what you can do as as they later are. I think now we obviously know that Greenwood's one of the most lethal strikers in the Premier League and physically he's not quite at it. So I think teams have kind of sussed him out. They're not giving him as much space, as much room, as much options. So to be honest, I wouldn't have him starting at the minute as one of our strikers. I might have him coming off the bench. Um, so what, Ben James I, to start against Leicester, yeah? Um, no, I'd have Cavani. I'd have Cavani before he gets suspended, so we can. We can <laughs> yeah, what's happening with that? Pardon? I was like, yeah, it's true. I forgot about that. Good yeah, point. Yeah, yeah. Cavani before he gets suspended, and then um, I'd have Martial um, on the left, and then Rashford, Rashford yeah. on the right. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Um, Rashford, uh, what did you think of his performance against um, against Leeds? I thought it was brilliant. I think he's getting much, much better as a player. I, mean, I wasn't his biggest fan, and I've been a harsh critic of his, but I'm, I've become a believer now. I think this guy in the next 18 to 24 months, and I'm going to choose my words carefully because I don't know if Stevie remembers. I said this about Martial in June, and he's only scored one goal since. <laughs> <laughs> but I think Rashford's going to hit some crazy heights in the next two years. He's, yesterday, he just looked like he was playing in the park, and he was, he was pulling their pants down. Like they couldn't get close to him. Like he was dropping his shoulder. They were on the floor, and he he deserved the goal. He didn't get it. But I I think Rashford's gonna really 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 kick on now. I think he's got past his injuries and his little malaise, and he's gonna have a really good season. Well, he is having a good season. Mm, physically, he looks great. Physically, he looks great. He's got his burst back. He's so taking quick. guys. Yeah, he's taking guys off the dribble. He's shifting. He's going through their their feet. I think, like you say, I think this is the final part for him to become a top top player is him just to be better with his decision-making yeah, and be better with his decision-making and his finishing. And the weird thing about his finishing is the fact that he's actually a good finisher. So it is that dis- that finishing, even again, that comes into his decision-making. Which finish are you deciding to use in which situations? But yeah, he, he looks like he's he's ready to put the attack on his back and and, and carry us as far as, as we can go. Um, perfect timing for you, Timmy. You're talking about... Um, a title challenge. Um, nobody here is uh, particularly um, positive um, about it, but you've been extremely vocal about it in the mortgage. Bro, I'm not going to lie to you, fam. My thing is bugging out. Wait, can say you, that again. Can you hear us? No, it's still bugging out, man. Can you? All right, somebody else talk. It might yeah, be. let me just mute myself in it and then. Um... Okay. Well, it's you specifically, I'm, I'm asking for here. So <laughs> let's hope this is not him bottling it. Oh, no, 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 no. We're good, we're good, we're good. Yes, you could know, yeah. I, I said bottling it. No, 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 no. Before, no, 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 no. <laughs> Do you know what it is, yeah? Because I'm on my phone, innit? And okay. before I came into the space, it literally said that it's going to crackle for a while, but it should fix itself. Okay. So I was just cool. waiting for that to stop. So I didn't hear the intro, bro. I'm sorry I'm late, man. No, that's fine. Um, so you can see the ban at the bottom. Is it time to take ourselves seriously? Um, obviously, we've been discussing uh, before you got here. Uh, myself, Akar, Stevie and Dwayne when he was here, we weren't particularly of the opinion that we see this team launching a genuine title challenge. Uh, very much seen as a top four side. 
uh, and like over the next half a dozen games or so, that would kind of prove itself. But you've kind of maintained, even when we started really poorly, you've maintained that um, you think we're going to uh, win the title or at least be title challengers. Um, so, yeah, break it down for us and break it down for, for our listeners. Let's get it on recording so we can yeah, let's go. this at some point. Um, what are we saying? How many league games have we had since Arsenal? Eight? Seven? Seven. Seven league games since Arsenal, yeah? What's that? 19 out of 21 points. Six wins, one draw, yeah. Six wins, one draw. I think that's, what, four away wins? Yeah, yeah we, beat Everton, we beat Everton away, we beat Southampton away, we beat West Ham away, and we beat Sheffield United away. All all of them from from losing positions. Yeah. Um, our oh, two yeah. home games was a 0-0 draw against City which majority would have had us to lose anyway. And a 6-2 win against Leeds. And a 1-0 against West, West Brom as well. And a 1-0 against West Brom. We won't speak on that because that was poor. But, um, <laughs> but the 6-2 against Leeds, and I'm sure everyone thought that Leeds was going to give us a problem. We just bashed them up real quick. Um, but I'm not going to lie to you. At the beginning of the season, when I said that we'll mount a title challenge, or I actually said we'll win the league, I said it with, with, um, with the thoughts that basically... This, this year is just basically going to be an anomaly in it and that anything can happen because of COVID and everything that's going on in the world at the moment, no fans and that. Obviously, I looked at City's form dip in the um, quote-unquote bubble at the end of um, last season. Liverpool's form also dipped in that time. Obviously, they had the league wrapped up. And um, for the better part, we stayed pretty consistent all throughout those final um, nine games. And um, this season, like at the beginning, it was more hope than anything else. I was like, oh, fam, this is COVID. Bear guys are just going to go down with COVID. They're going to be out for two weeks. They're just not going to be the same. So why can't we Why can't we go out and do something? And I said it in July. I said if we, if we, if we come up with a better big game record, if we come up with a better big game record than we did last season, then we'll be close. But what seems like it's happening is the opposite. We're putting the teams that we're supposed to beat to the sword and our big game record isn't great. I'm not, I'm not too angry with that. I mean, a lot of people are going to say that we're not going to win the league and that, but I like what I'm seeing in, in, in terms of the fact that we're getting results. We're getting results and um, we haven't been playing well. So once we, start playing, once we start playing football that I know we can play and the results are rolling in then, it's going to be hard. It's going to be hard to stop us. I'm telling you, Liverpool, Liverpool in January. Listen, if we beat them, you lot aren't even going to be able to keep quiet, bruv. Because we're beating, we're not, because we're beating Leicester. I'm, I'm, I'm on record. No, let's not. Wait, hold on, hold on. Let's not. We're going to go through right, the game cool, one well, by one. I'm on record I'm saying by New Year we're going to be second. Okay. Um, so Leicester game, uh, Aka, you 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 were, you were giving your your perspective on on that game, uh, and Stevie. So I'll add your perspectives as well, Timmy. So how would you like to see us approach that game, and what are you expecting? It's funny because we're we're gonna start off with a counter attack, and I think when we went there last day of the season last year, both teams didn't really want to attack, but it was okay mm. for us. We only needed a point, whereas this time we need uh, if we if we're serious about our titles. Nah, can't hear you. Can you hear me now? Yeah. My bad, my bad. Sorry. Oh, so last year we went to um, King Power. We needed a draw, so we were happy to sit back. This year, if we want to be serious about winning the title, we've got to go and win. Now, I can't see Leicester coming up, like coming on to us for us to count, count with them. 
the only way we're going to win is through individual brilliance. And I'm going to say it, it probably will be a penalty like last year. So a bit of magic in the box, in and around, Martial, Greenwood, something along them lines, or a Cavani just throwing his head at something. And we can hopefully take three points. If we take the three points, it's, it's what we want, man. We want to be second by, by New Year, like Timmy said. And we want to just keep winning at this moment. I don't care how we do it. Hook or crook, just win, 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 win. All right, stick talk, yeah. Uh, what are your what are your thoughts, Timmy? Leicester don't specifically. Leicester, yeah. Leicester don't really trouble us, to be honest. Um, I mean, in the past, like three years that we've played them, I don't think we've lost to them once. Let me, let me check. Let me pull up the old head to head. Last year, uh, two 0 Yeah, before. Now we won. Yeah, we won two 0 at King Power. Um, one nil at Old Trafford, one nil at King Power, two one at Old Trafford, two two at King Power, and two nil at Old Trafford. So yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, they, 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 ain't, they ain't slapping us. Hold on, I think two seasons ago we beat them. Yeah, that's what I said. We no, beat them. Away we, we beat them because Rashford yeah, scored that crazy goal. One, uh, one nil. Yeah, yeah, we done yeah. the double over them last season and the season before. Didn't Rashford score that crazy goal? And we, we done the double over them. The double over them the last two seasons. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And then, and, if you, and then if you come back the third season, yeah, since that 5 3, we ain't lost to them at home, bruv. We ain't lost to them at all, bruv. Listen, Leicester are good, but guys need to slow down, man. They're hot and cold it's, as well. So they've, they've won nine. Exactly. They've lost five. So like, they, perform, they perform better away from home against um, better teams. Like, so against like their win against Tottenham yesterday and their 5 2 against City and um, games like that. I fully expect us to just beat them. Like, probably won't be the prettiest performance. Probably won't be anything that we're gonna we're gonna um, ramble on about. But I just think we're gonna beat them, bro. That's just it. They're not that good, man. Are they playing midweek? Uh, what, um, in, the, um, in the League Cup, I don't think, think so. Everton knocked them out. I think Everton might have knocked them out. Yeah, I don't think they so. They'll be they'll be well rested. They'll be well up for that one. Um, next game after that is at home against Wolves. Stevie, um, what are your thoughts about that one? Yeah, Wolves has been a bit of a contentious one for us in the last few seasons. They seem to be a bit of a jammy team for us. Um, and obviously, they're one of those teams who like, typically we've really struggled against because they tend to sit back um, and hope that we come onto them. And, and when we do and, and we've lacked creativity, we've been unable to to um, to score many. And then they go other side, other end and then pack us away. Um, it's typically been quite cagey affairs and, and they might score one or, or two. So I think this season, the difference is to me, Wolves look more inconsistent um, they've lost Doherty, um, they've lost Jota and um, what do you call it? Um, how have I forgotten his name? Jimenez, Jimenez. is not back at all. So I think that's three key players that they, they perhaps had last season that would have caused us problems that won't decide um, this time round. And obviously we've got Bruno now. Um, so via a penalty or, or via his magic, I think we can break past Wolves and I think we should beat them. I think, to me, Leicester will probably seem to be more of a danger than Wolves. So I'd expect us perhaps not to win against Leicester. I don't know if we'll lose, but um, I'd say we won't win against Leicester and then and then pack Wolves away. Um, and that's also because I've never seen us win three league games under Oli. So, yeah, I think it's, I think <laughs> I think it's going to be hard to, to, to see us do that now. 
Didn't we win three in a row before City? He won four in a row before City, man. Oh, mad. On about. Mad, mad, mad. Yeah, and then we did what... Yeah, Stevie, you're doing it again, mate. Mad, I'm not even seeing... I'm not even clocking the thing. I'm not even clocking the thing. Stevie's too funny, bro. Funny guy. Thousands of people listen to your football opinion. This is, this is what you're serving them up. <laughs> I'm a writer. You want to go again? There's nothing it's to go. You did it. You're threatening me for your mis your your misdemeanors. No, 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 no. Fair, fair oh, play. Stevie, you fair don't play. want another L, fam. Just I said fair play. Cool, fam. <laughs> 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 fair play. Fair play. Fair play. Fair play. Um, looking ahead to the Wolves game at home, um, what are you guys' thoughts? Do you agree with um, Stevie, or do you, do you see things perhaps going a bit differently? Because you know they've got no interest in attacking really, so they're more than happy to see out a nil-nil. We have to win that game. If you want to be Titan challengers, you've got to look at Liverpool as the favourites. In the last twenty-five league games, Liverpool have only had one draw at home. They've won the rest. The only reason we're close to Liverpool is because we keep we're doing what they do at home. We're doing yeah. it on the road. But if you want to win the title, you're going to have to win these games. So for me, Leicester, I'll take a point. But Wolves at home, no excuse. I don't care if it's a deep block from them or they make it hard or they stifle us. I want to win. I want to win against Wolves and I want to win, win against Villa. We need to pick our home form up if we're going to win the league. But yeah, I'm just saying that. Well, we're, we're, not, just, we're not going to win the league. I'm yeah, not no, saying love, we're love, going to win the league. Fight, if we want to win the league. He started to believe. He started to believe. I'm saying. I'm going on record. We're not going to win the league. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> Bruh, listen, man, no, I'm an I told you so merchant. Nobody thinks we're going to do it. I'm going to be in everyone's mentions, bro. When we do, bro. But Timmy, I'm going to yeah, be in everyone's you know, mentions. Do you know why, yeah? I don't, like, more, aside from just our problems, yeah, I look at mm-hmm. Liverpool now, yeah, and they look, they look ominous again. It's not going to be that long before Van Dijk is back in that team. And um, they, they, just, they have, they have an ability to grind out. It's not even results. It's wins. Like, that team, yeah, they are so effective. We're not even close to them. We're actually not even close to them. So we're not. We're not. Challenge. We're not close to them. We're so far away from it, man. We're not close to them. But um, Leicester weren't close to City in 2016. You can't win a title with a bad defense. You can't win a title with a bad defense. Let me put it. Let me put it to you like this. Mm. Stranger things have happened. Yeah. A lot stranger things yeah, have happened, and. Like I said, this whole COVID COVID situation, like, it's just, bro, it just looks weird to me. Liverpool lost 7-2 this season, bro. Like, That's the only they, they, Okay, but they've started picking up form again, but they still lost 7-2. In what realm did we think, bro, in what realm did we think they'd lose 7-2 this season? We're five points behind them with a game in hand. I, I hear that, hold on, I hear that. Hold on, hold on, hold on. We're five points behind them with a game in hand, and we've won two games at home out of, what, six this season? Yeah. Five or six this season, and with mm. five points behind them, with a game in hand. Listen, stranger things have happened. Something is happening. Trust me, something is happening. Mm-hmm. And you're an elite listen, vibes, man. Listen, when you see it, like, bro, and, and the thing is, yeah, it might even be Ollie Judge, it might be whatever. It's just that everyone just is, including me, by the way, <laughs> everyone was just so against Ollie that it just. But it just would just be the ultimate slap in our face for him to just go and shit house the league, bro. 
Because no one's going to look at this United team and think it's one of the great Premier League winning sides. Nobody's ever going to think that. But mm. it's not impossible. And with Bruno's production rate, bruv, Bruno's hitting Salah production. Mm. Bruno's hitting Salah production. And let, me, and let me tell you something, yeah. Rashford is not far off Mane production. Yeah, I agree with that. He's not far off Mane production. He's producing more this year than Mane. Exactly. So, and what are you saying? Um, Martial's given Firmino production. Hey, yeah? no, fam. Yeah, listen, yeah. Martial's gonna come with some big listen, goals in the next Listen, <laughs> hey, as 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 on Martial as I get, I fully expect that there's gonna be a patch in the season where he's gonna hit some serious form. Mm. Don't get me wrong. Mm. We just need it all season. Yeah, Do but you know Timmy, what I'm saying? Timmy, let me ask you: if you look at the yeah. maths, if you if you crunch the numbers, I just can't see us doing it. So we're on 26 points. Yeah. For me to win the league this year, you need 85 points. Yeah. Yeah. So you're saying we're going to take 59 points out of the remaining 75? I can't see that. Why not? I can't see that. Why not? Just look at like, like I tell you why not because Steve doesn't believe we can win three in a row. He's not wrong. He's not wrong. Winning three in a row is a is, is a is for you, this United team winning three in a row is an extreme rarity. It's not something we do very often. Bro, it's a rarity when we didn't have the squad to tackle the rigours of, of flipping, mm. to tackle the rigours of the league. Now we've got a squad, bro. Look at our bench. Um, look at our bench yesterday. Pogba, Van der Beek, Cavani, yeah. Matic was on there. Who else was on there? Am I forgetting? A, a, a Bailly was on there. Like, Greenwood was on there. Like, these are players that can come into the starting Hello. lineup and wow. do serious bits. They are now sitting on our bench. It's not like last season when it was Lingard, Phil Jones, Rojo, um, Mata, um, what's his name? Um, Herrera. Lingard. Who's the other one? Lingard. Lingard. These men there, bro, it's completely different now, yeah? Completely different. As long as we pattern, as long as we pattern performances against bigger teams going forward into the second half of the season... We're going to be up there. And I said it. We will be up there. Like, there will, the difference between us and first won't be any more than four points, five points, if we don't win it. Maybe six. I'll say six. I'll give it a two-game thing. Yeah. yeah? On record. I'm on record as saying it. If anyone wants to get me, if it doesn't happen, cool. But no, I, I'd rather what? put my neck on the line and be able to say ha-ha to all you, man. I think, That's yeah, that. I don't disagree with you in that... I can I could see us finishing I don't know six points behind Liverpool and I think that would be a real achievement and I think we are capable of doing that whether we do or not is another question but then there's a big difference also between finishing second six points off Liverpool and actually going on and, and doing the damn thing which I think is like there there's a massive gap between the we're, two. We're not ready Listen, what what one thing I will say uh, if we can pattern a centre back in January. That's what we were discussing on the program. If we can pattern a centre back in January, listen, something's happening. Something's happening. Trust me. I think we need the DM as well. Like, if we can do those two, I believe. If we can do those two, maybe. Maybe. I said that as well. I believe. If we get a centre back and a centre midfielder, I believe. I even think centre back is the most important. I think centre back is the most important thing. If we just get a centre back, I think that would be enough to take us over the line. I, I really, really do. I don't know why I think it. I don't know why if we I get think a centre back, it. If we get a centre-back with the impact of what Bruno had, we'll win the league. 
Yeah, but you're not going to get back with Bruno. We're not going to get Van Dijk level impact. Listen, I just want a centre-back. But I want a centre-back that's just going to keep Maguire and Lindelof on their toes, be able to step in because, as I said, if one of them gets to COVID, if one of them goes down to COVID, then it's a bit of a problem. Do you know what I mean? And yeah. any and anything can happen in that in in that sense. Obviously, Bayi can't stay fit, or else I'd be playing him anyway. Mm. But um, listen, another centre back. Yeah, and, and I, I already think I already think we'll be close. I think Liverpool. <clears throat> I think Liverpool are gonna are gonna are gonna drop off. I really do. Like they're gonna start drawing and losing games that they should. Why? Based on what? Yeah. Uh, Timmy, you got to realise. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Based on based on they've only just started picking up form this season. Mm. Literally. So why? Sorry, why? Um, of, of of recent, they drew with you. um they drew with um Mitchelland, um like a week and a half ago. They played they um, have... played a, a few of the kids, but played yeah. still played some some um they played Salah, they played Trent, they played Keita. Um, pardon? Hotter, Diego Hotter. Yeah, um, they nah, did Hotter played as well. Then Jota played like. That's so that's played the game we got into then. Yeah, so they, so they so they played some big boys, and then I'm sure they drew their next league game, another one one draw. Fulham, one Fulham, off. yes, Fulham. Yeah, they're, 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 they're away, yeah, their away their away form has has been has been poor this season. Spurs, um, Spurs should have put them to the sword. Spurs should have put them to the sword. Mm. They had three opportunities. Okay. It's interesting to me. Um, we play poor, and we win. We're winning. They play poor, and they uh, they're winning. Ah. Uh, they're not playing well. So, obviously, I see a bit of rose-tinted glasses from your perspective, my brother, Timmy. But they're not winning, though. They are. But they just, like I said, they just drew with Fulham. They drew with Midtjylland before. Yeah, that's the game doesn't mean anything. They were already through. It's fair that the game doesn't, doesn't mean anything, but you still expect them to win these games. It's still good for form and you know what, Timmy, when you win these games. Timmy, yeah, yeah it's important. I don't, I don't think you we saw God. that we literally saw them at their weakest, yeah. Without Trent, who's now come back, um, they're without Thiago, they're without Van Dyke, and they're currently Thiago without... doesn't mean anything because they're they're without, they're without, without, they're without they're Goldman. Without, let me let me land, let me land. They're without Hotter <laughs> as well. So that's that's four players. Hotter as well off the bench. They won the four players Oh, are you going to let me land though? Land, land, land. All right, that's the four players swerving all over the gas at the moment. Am I? Don't Carry on, bro. Yeah, that's Bring it down, players that, that are going to get a break, and that's four players that are actually going to be crucial to their side as well. Like those are all starters. So right now we're seeing them create what is about a six-point gap from Spurs, I believe, um, um, without their strongest squad. And going into the new year, they're going to have that strong squad, and they know how to win titles. So for you to say they're going to drop off, I don't know if there's they know how to win titles, bro. They won it once. I'll say one thing, backing Timmy up, and it might play into our, our hands, is that we're out of the Champions League. Exactly. All the, bro, all that was my next off, point. That was literally my next point. Sacks off the Europa League. And but you know he won't. Why won't he? Well, if he's we we've got a squad now. We've actually got a squad now. No, but that that, we can play players in, the in there. In the past, we haven't sacked off Europa because we've been fifth or sixth in the league. So it's been a ticket to the Champions League. If come February we're rolling around second and third, three, yeah. four points behind Liverpool, Comfy. he's yeah. going to sack off the Europa League. He's yeah. going to go for the title, and then Liverpool have got big fixtures on a Wednesday, yeah. and on a Saturday lunchtime. And you've seen what Klopp is like when it's Saturday lunchtime. Yeah, and he's crying also, like a little bit. 
No, but do you know what? Also, you getting them a bit low Hold on. That's a bit low. Also, like, every team suffers injuries. Obviously, Van Dyke is a huge loss. Trent was out for, what, three weeks? Mm, so he missed like how many league games? Like two or three league games, yeah. in which yeah, in which in which they have added in which they had adequate replacement in James Milner, who was playing right back mm-hmm. two years, who was playing right back two um, mm-hmm. two years before he was. I can't, bro. I can't. I'm uh, sorry, bro. No, this is amazing. This is amazing. I cannot believe James Milner. James Milner is adequate replacement. Ten minutes. This is Brother. outrageous. Let me finish. This is Let more me finish. Let's hey, listen, Stevie, just because you've been getting slapped all over the gaff by a next <laughs> man, Sam. I tell you, you've actually come out with garbage slightly. today. Let me, let me finish. <laughs> you come out with garbage today. Let me, let me land. <laughs> I let okay. I let you I let you view your plane into the mountains. Now let okay. me land. Let you, you, me? you let you land, and then you're gonna you're gonna have to let Stevie speak and not cut him when he's speaking. Well, yeah, he spoke, fam. No, no, no. Do you think land let land? And then you let, we'll let so Stevie Van Dyke, obviously big miss, hard to replace. Definitely, Trent was out for what two or three league games. We how many league games was Pogba out for last season? How many league games was Rashford out for last season? How many league games was Martial out for for last season? I'm not hearing I'm not hearing Trent and they and they had adequate replacement in James Milner who's flipping the multiple time Premier League winner, one of the most experienced Premier League players ever. Are you going to let me land? Mute like, yourself. Mute yourself, bro. I'm talking now. Just mute. Anyway, um, flipping um, Gomez, good centre back, good good centre back, not great. Easily replaceable. Easily replaceable. You've seen what Fabinho's doing at the moment. He's probably the best centre back in the league at the moment. And he's not even a full and he's not even a full centre back. Right? Fabinho, Thiago, the third player. He wasn't even in their squad last season. He's played like what, two games for Liverpool? Is he playing two games? How many games did he play for Liverpool this season? Two games? Man not talking like he's he's transformed their midfield. He ain't played yet, cuz. So you can't put him in there. Thiago, Diogo Jota. Instant impact off the bench. Great, great, great signing for them. But he's not displacing Mane, Firmino or Salah. And Mane, and Mane just scored, um, scored the other day. And Salah's been scoring. So, you, man, I'm moving like these are integral parts of their, their starting eleven that have been missing for so long. The only injury, the only injury that's, that's big is the Van Dyke injury. That's the only one. When we had Pogba out for flipping three quarters of the season, we had Rashford out for three quarters of the season. We had flipping um, Martial out for a quarter of the season or whatever it is. Who was talking about our injury worries then? Nobody was talking about it. But now it's Liverpool. They're looking for this excuse. I'm not having it, bro. I'm not having it. I'm not having it at all. Van Dijk's even back in at flipping Melwood. He looked like nothing happened to him the other day when I saw that. This guy's going to be back in February, bruv. Uh, Stevie, do you have any rebuttal for that? I just think, I just think we've got to label this whole session Timmy's Timmy's waffle. This is this is outlandish. Like, <laughs> you, I, I, I cannot, I cannot. Timmy's biting his lip. He wants to jump in. <laughs> yeah, he wants to jump in. I can see. <laughs> Yeah, I am rattled. No, 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 no. This is it's it's ridiculous though because first of all, yeah, you mentioned Gomez. I didn't even mention Gomez in their list of injuries. You said yes, you did. Let yes, me you did. No, yes, no, you did. No, I said Jota, I said Trent, I said Thiago, and I said Van Dyke. So that's four. And so, you said Gomez. I didn't say Gomez, but we can go back to the recording. If you want to slap some money on it, let's do it. 
Um, but yeah, let me oh, land. Steve so, <laughs> Okay. Mm. No, 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 I'm 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 so let's do it. Five bills, five bills. Okay, let's. <laughs> Yo, this is ridiculous. This is ridiculous, man. I'm going bills. to the clubs in Ghana and I am spending so that small. money. <laughs> I will snap you as I'm doing it. I will snap you as I'm doing it. Are you taking five bills? Yeah, let's do it. No, 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 no. I respect that, Stevie. I respect you, brother. I, 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 I respect you. Uh, 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 you went all in with the poker chips and you thought I wouldn't. Yeah, the, the, the house won. I got caught in a bluff. I got caught in a bluff. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even need to make my point. I think I think I've been heard. So Boy. okay, cool. Uh, yeah, fair enough. So that was only that was only like game two of the half a dozen I wanted to go through. So mm. just the, the last couple. So um, then the next game is at home against Aston Villa. Tough game. <clears throat> Tough game. Villa play well, man, and they seem to play a lot better away from home against bigger teams. Um, I watched them yesterday and they looked really good, man. I know yeah. they was playing West Brom and West Brom went down to 10 early, but they look good, man. Their their problem is their lack of a quality striker at the moment because I do like Ollie Watkins. I think he's a good player. Mm. Their lack of a quality striker at the moment is really um, hindering them or else they could, they, could, they, could be, they could literally be a top six, top seven club if they had a proper striker. The recruitment that my man's done, um, Dean Smith, I think it is, the recruitment he did over the summer, as well as tying down Jack Grealish, who's at the moment probably one of the best players in in the league, um, is really good. Obviously, I'm still going to go for a win because <clears throat> more time is just individual brilliance and vibes for us anyway. And our individual brilliance is um, seeing us through Mr. Bruno. He's just Mr. Inevitable, isn't it? So we'll probably bag bag a goal and an assist, probably bag a penal as well. Um, they got good fullbacks as well. bro. Aston Villa are good, you know. I'm more I'm more worried about I'm more worried about Aston Aston Villa than I am Wolves and Leicester. Mm. I'll be honest with you. Barkley to yeah. come back in as well. They're a good team, man. Yeah, I was thinking that as well, Roscoe. And then the last one I'll go with is on the 17th of January away at Liverpool. Um, <clears throat> yeah, we'll definitely have like a, what a pre. Uh, we'll definitely have. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> listen. Let me tell you now. Yeah, we're gonna win, bro. It has to be United that stopped that no, home record that they've got. This, it has to be United that stopped that home record. I promise you. Big as as well. All right, Timmy's superpowers have come in, yeah, and he's predicting the future, bro. (laughs) Big big hazard, trust me. Okay, cool. So, uh, Aka, I haven't heard from you in a while. Apologies, brother. Uh, I'm enjoying the show. Looking looking ahead to the game away at Liverpool. I know it's still a a few weeks away, uh, but, but right now, if you were to play, what would your prediction be? I can't give a prediction right now because it, it depends on what we do in the next uh, three games before that. 
So if okay. you look at our last seven games, Ole looked at City and he thought, I'll take a point here and back us to win the other six games. And we've done that. So 19 out of 21 looks good. So if we beat Leicester, we beat Wolves and we beat Villa and we've beaten Leeds, that's 12 mm. out of 12. We then go to Anfield and we're going to park the bus and we're going to try to nick a point and stay in the title race. Maybe nick one on the counter, maybe just somehow shit out a way to win. But it depends think, on the next three games. I think realistically... Liverpool haven't lost at Anfield in how long? So realistically, the best we can probably hope for is is a draw. Um, I think we can actually get a draw at Anfield. Whether we do or not is another story. But a win is, is completely out of the question. Um, and that if anyone does beat that 66 game record it's going to yeah, be exactly. United have got yeah. history of breaking big records in the Premier League why does, why does everyone think that because a team has, has this record that is unbreakable all of a sudden also what, what Liverpool are going to win every home game or they're not going to lose at home for the rest of eternity now yeah it's not even that. No, like, bro. They're there to be. A no, I don't think. I don't, open, I don't think that is. I think. I think it. They've got a better team than, than us. They're at home. They've proven to be very strong at home. I don't think it's a. Bro, it's a too much of a stretch. City, City, City had a better team. Had a better team than us last season. We pammed them three out of four. Flipping Liverpool got a flip. Um, a we haven't played, well, we haven't played well in big games this season either. I'll say one thing though. One thing historically, the Liverpool United fixture it goes in cycles. So you're going to get, especially outfield, you get a phase of two, three, four years where United win or they, they get a draw or they win. Then you get three, four years where Liverpool win. So if you look at the last two years, Liverpool won. The two before that, we drew to them. Historically, if you look at the fixtures at Anfield or at Old Trafford, where do you win against Liverpool? That's just me speaking from my heart about the two biggest clubs in English football and the way the fixture goes with history. So we are due, Timmy's right, we are due a result at Anfield. But if you look at if you look at and stats wise and teams wise, they should smash us up. Bro, I'm Ooh, not why is the team that much better than ours, though? Come on, man. the fact that they're without Van Dyke, yeah, the fact that they're without Van Dyke is already huge. But their defense is probably like without Van Dyke, it's probably like still, no, like, still better than us. Yeah, 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 yeah. But in midfield, I look at their three midfielders. Right, I look at their midfield of um, Henderson, Wijnaldum, and who would be the third? I'll be yeah. sometimes Curtis yeah. Jones. Curtis Jones, Curtis Jones at the moment, yeah. And I look at our midfield, Pogba, Bruno, or, and McTom, or Pogba, Bruno, Fred. Why can't we? Why can't we take the game to them? Because like, I look at what about the attack though? What about the attack though? Bro, we scored more goals than their attack last season. How about that? Yeah, but we're talking about this season, brother. But I'm just saying, Hello, our, three, our three strikers scored more than theirs. Right. Well, none of them are actually firing. None of our strikers are actually firing right now. Um, and apart and apart from Salah, are any of them really firing? Um no, but exactly. Mane hasn't scored in how long before the other day? Seven games or so. You know what I mean? But I mean they, obviously they, but their attack is better than ours, generally speaking, and it's got more goals. Their team scored more goals than ours this season. So the, the, thing, is, the, the, the thing is football football isn't played. Football isn't played on this. Their defense is better. Our midfield is better. Their attack is better. So they should win. They're a much better coach side than ours. Than us, which is why they are a better team than us. Yeah, if but, we had, but if we had if we had coaching if we had coaching on that level, then we'd be as good as 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 they are. Right. That's just my opinion. 
on top of that, I genuinely feel our individual br- brilliance is a lot better than their individual brilliance. And a lot of the times, these games are going to come down to individual brilliance. And I, I just sincerely think that we've got our, 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 star, our star quality is more, than, is more than theirs. I think they've got Salah and they've got Mane. Outside those two, I don't see it. I think we've got Rashford. I think we've got Martial. I think we've got Pogba. We've got Bruno. And we've if you're got, um, Martial, you've got you've got to count Firmino to us having star quality as well. Um, if you're if you're talking about players coming through, you're talking about Robertson, the best back in the league. You're talking about again, I'm not an assist, an assist machine. Um, I think they're better than us as a team, but then they're winning individual battles in areas of the pitch as well. That's why I say our defense. Our defense. Sent, when the individual individual back, um, they, battle they. with Mariah, Mariah, I'm I'm not I'm not happy with this this regulating of this pod because when the <laughs> when when <laughs> they're in cap, wow because when, when I was on the main touchline pod and I said something you came to me with the facts and what stats. did you say how are we saying that Liverpool have less star quality than Man United. You know what, Timmy? Yeah, I've clocked. I'm you don't fall in it. But bro, when it comes to United... What did you say? Wait, hold on. Hold, on. hold on, hold on. What did you say? I said, Timmy, you know who, but when yeah. it comes to United, your opinion's clouded. Like, Liverpool bro, have hold on. far and away much bro, more than Hold on, hold on. Than nah, tell me, tell me. All right, let's, 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 let's talk about it. What's the... Who, let's who, go from front, let's go from front to back. Let's go front to back. So we'll start and go. No, 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 no. Because because we know eleven v eleven, they're better than us. I'm talking, I'm talking about players. I'm talking about players with that star quality. Players that will turn the game on their heads, right? With with one individual moment of brilliance, and they do it consistently. Obviously, United are the king of vibes. So every game we've got someone doing some some something something magical that's winning us games. Okay. Liverpool are a systems team. No, they've got individual quality. That's no, I'm not saying... No, 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 no. I didn't say they don't. But they're a system of... Bro, I mentioned Mane, and I, I mentioned Mane, and I mentioned Salah, bro. Mane, Salah, Firmino, Trent, Robertson. Outside of, outside of those... Outside of, outside of those two... Outside of those two, I'm not... I'm, Robertson is the best left-back in the world, maybe outside Alfonso Davis. And... 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 Trent is quite possibly the best right back in the world. I'm not. I'm not saying that they're not, but Tiago. you're not looking. You're not. You're not looking at. You're not looking at these two as 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 your players with star power. But they do, though. They consistently have decided games for Liverpool. They have. They have consistently provided moments of quality which have won Liverpool games. I don't think we can deny that over the last two years that both of them have done that. Especially, especially Trent. Especially, Bro, with, with why, me, that's why I want you doing nah, it so mad. No, 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 Bro, we can't we can't mention a man that's not playing. Why not? You, you keep saying he's, he's not playing. Think. He's one of the best midfielders in the world, and you just say he's not playing. He's been last year, so we we can't we can't trust him. Bro, <laughs> come on, man. Do we even know that? Do we even know that he's going to be back for the game? Do we even know that he's going to be back for the game? All right. If you admit, will you admit that if he comes back, we're dusted? Do you admit that? 
<laughs> I will never admit that. Oh, you want to boy? He's on Timmy's neck. Another pod, are boy. You, are you, are you, yeah, I will never ever. I can love, love to put Listen, your foot on Timmy's neck. Nobody's foot on nobody's neck, fam. Because the thing is, bruh, because at the end of the day, I win always. I always win. <laughs> I hope you win. I hope because you I'll start laughing at you, man, again. And, mm. bro, you said it yourself. I told you so much. And when I'm right, fam, nobody yeah, knows no, I mean, it. you go for it. How regularly nobody you're right. And, and I'm always right. Fuck it. Um, but let's, uh, let's, not, let's, let's, not like, let's, let's finish up with um, some listeners' questions. So, uh, listeners, those of you who are listening, can we, can we get some questions for... For the for the lads on 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 the pod, um, and while those questions come through, uh, we'll go we'll go back to Timmy's unwavering unwavering confidence in this uh, match. Timmy, Timmy, thank you though, thank you because you've actually saved me, yeah. Because when I made that three games in a row howler, I thought it was it for me, yeah. But your self implosion has been a mad thing. <laughs> Timmy. Stevie, Stevie, Stevie. Whoa, 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 whoa. My brother. An absolute bazid. My my brother. In fact, yeah, come off come off mute right now. He's not on mute. Right, he's in and out, I see him. Come off Come off mute right now. Bam. All now, all now, nobody, nobody has told me, nobody has told me that Liverpool have more star power than we do. Nobody has told me. So where's the self-implosion coming from, my brother? We have told you. you, you know, we've come to that. No, you yeah. didn't say that. You added names. Yeah. And that's still yeah. don't, um, and and it's, don't it's think five. names that it's, we have. It's, it's, it's five. It's four. I'm not giving you it's five. Me. No it's way five. in hell. You can't just I'm not giving you the I'm deciding. I'm deciding. He's got power. This is what I mean. Man can't bring man that don't play, bruv. Or else I'll bring Donny then. Firmino, Firmino does Pogba, play. Man. Pogba doesn't what play. What do you mean, Pogba? He plays. What are you talking about? <laughs> How many oh, games? Don't get me mad. Guys, 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 this is this is this is. We've got some listeners' questions. Yeah. Now hold on, oh. Stevie, come here. No, we've got some listeners' questions. We're not going to derail the pod with this, Stevie. Uh, we've got some listeners' questions. Yeah. So we've got the first question from uh, Dan Cooks. <clears throat> How does Oli keep his players so happy, and can he send Arteta some pointers? So the first question is, how does he keep his players so happy? Stevie, to me, you're both on mute. Like, I need one of you to answer. I'm still female, bro. <laughs> <laughs> so, the first yeah, so the question is, oh gosh, guys, how does Oli keep his players so happy and can he send Arteta some pointers? Bro, we're Vibes FC, man. Literally. Yeah. He's, um... Bro, Oli, Oli knows the club, he knows the players, like, he's, he's living off his passion, and guys like him, like, he's a likeable character, do you know what I mean? Um, can you give Arteta some pointers? Right now, I don't think anyone can give that guy some pointers, man, he's flipping terrible. Mm. He's bad, but <clears throat> that's it, really, I don't really know, like, I don't really know what else, like, I think we've got, we've got a respectful bunch of players as well, so I think, like, regardless of the manager... You're not really like you're not really gonna see any of us like properly like down in tools. Like players aren't really like showing dissent when they come off or they're not outwardly speaking bad on Ollie or all these briefs that we're hearing about Bruno's unhappy or this or that. I know that it's all cap really, isn't it? I think he's just got he's got a good balance, man. I just wish that he could add coaching to that balance, bro. Uh, next question from Josh. 
How do you think Oli will integrate Ahmad Diallo into the squad from January? Stevie? Can't hear you, Gaff. Sorry, I was on mute. Um, yeah, so in terms of Diallo, I I expect him to kind of be um, gradually eased in. I think if you're looking at the way we're playing currently, um, even though we don't attack down the right-hand side, we're seemingly managing to to get goals, and obviously Tim Timmy's um, Timmy's alluded to it with our star quality. We can we can get goals much easier than we seem to be able to do last season prior to obviously Bruno arriving. So I wouldn't expect him to come into the league and be expected to do much straight away. Obviously, Serie A is quite different from um, from the Premier League, and it's a lot of pressure to put on a young one's shoulders. So I'd expect him to maybe be coming on in maybe like the last sort of 15 minutes of games and trying to affect them where they're, where they're quite tight. Um, maybe, I guess, perhaps eased in the same way Greenwood was, because the start of last season, everyone was asking Greenwood to to start in all the matches. I think in the first game of the season, we were expecting him to play. But Ole gradually eased him in, and I'd expect him to do something similar with um, with Diallo, to be honest. Cool. Uh, next question from Ricky1G. What is more important in January, CB or DM? Centre-back. Um, Centre-back. Uh, and why? Can't have Maguire playing games. He's not going to be the one. He's not going to be the one that gets dropped, though. You know that. Not even, not even, not even just that. We can't have the same two centre backs playing every single, every single minute of every single game. Like guys need, they need rest, especially, especially with the um, season, the way it's going with the whole COVID, and you know, like people get it for two weeks and they're not the same for three months. A la la Paul Pogba. Do you get what I'm saying? So. the centre back is the area that we need reliability, which we can't get from um, Bailly. <clears throat> we can get it from Lindelof and Maguire at the moment, but one injury to them, one decent, decent, long enough injury to them, then Bailly is back in. And can Bailly play three games a week? Probably not. So I'd say centre back's more important. Cool. I. Um, I actually DM to be honest because um, and I, I like it's not it's not a clear in a way um, shout but I think DM is really important because um, if we can get a DM who can progress the play then that allows us to break lines quicker and perhaps get the ball forwards quicker and so when we're up against these these deep block teams where we're struggling to create a moment of brilliance we can have um, a midfielder who can open that game up but. Obviously, we know Pogba can do that, but defensively, he can't. He can't be in the positions we need him to be. So I think DM would be really good because one, it helps us going forward if we can get someone who's a sprayers, but also defensively, it could help them anchor um, Lindelof and Maguire. And then we might actually see Pogba and uh, Bruno together. And I think if we saw Pogba and Bruno together with a competent DM then I think we might actually get the best out of Pogba, which in turn might result in him staying and us actually functioning to a, a good level. So I'd lean towards DM, but I think it's tight. Okay. Who is the most realistic DM we should be looking at? <clears throat> I've seen us linked with that uh, Moises um, Saracido, um, yeah. who looks really good. I think, is he, is he Colombian? Is he Ecuadorian or something? Uh, one of them South American flags with yellow, um, yellow and red in it. 
Um, but he looks really good. He's like 19 years old. He covers ground really well. He can beat players off the dribble and he can distribute the ball. Um, you wouldn't be looking for a 19-year-old to necessarily come in and change things around or necessarily play a key role in the Premier League so early. So who would you potentially think is a realistic target for us to get in January to come in straight away and improve the team? The thing is, I genuinely, I don't actually know. I think we obviously, we mentioned it earlier, Party would have been the ideal signing. I think to get a player who's available, um, who's got the right level of experience and quality mid-season, I don't know if that person's out there at the minute. I know Basuma has been good for Brighton, but I haven't personally watched him week in, week out. So I don't know if he can play the DM role. Because um, he looks to me... He's more of an eight than a DM. Yeah, exactly. So I don't know if he fits that profile. And we need someone who's going to be positionally very astute. So, I, yeah, I I actually don't know. Indeed is the number one job site in the world with more total visits than any other job sites, according to Comscore. Indeed helps you find quality candidates quickly so you can focus on hiring the person you need to keep your business going. Unlike other sites, Indeed gives you full control and payment flexibility over your hiring. You only pay for what you need. You can pause your account at any time and there are no long-term contracts. And now, Indeed's new way of matching you with candidates instantly delivers a short list of quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job criteria that you can contact the moment you sponsor a job, making Indeed the only job site that can move as fast as you do. Right now, Indeed is offering our listeners a free $75 credit to boost your job posts, which means more quality candidates will see it fast. Try Indeed out with a free $75 credit at Indeed.com slash Blue This is their best offer available anywhere. Go right now to Indeed.com slash Blue Offer valid through December 31st. Terms and conditions apply. Mm. That is, Timmy. Not really, bro. I'm not gonna lie to you, man. I liked Tanali last year. Obviously, he's gone Milan, so <clears throat> What's that, that was my, uh, that was my choice. Zachary, cool. is it? Yeah, again, I don't really know too much about this guy. There's a DM, the DM that plays in Germany. I think his name begins with an L. <sighs> and I can't remember who he plays for. Lima is his name. Yeah, I think Christoph. I don't Lime know. or something? I've seen his name floated around a bit. I don't know if he plays for Leipzig or whoever he plays for. I'm, bro, I'll be lying if I said I knew, innit? But um, yeah. I've seen his name getting thrown around a bit. So I guess I'll do a little bit of research on this guy going forward. But, cool. um, as, as for now, for DM, I'm not too sure, man. Mm. I'm not too sure. Uh, i got a question from Andre Cooper. Every time I see Tellers on in place of sure I feel safe. Do you think we should drop him altogether? No I love the the left back dynamic though. I think they're both pushing each other on and there's real quality in that position now. And I want the same for the right right back position. Because you've got one Bissaka playing five thousand minutes a year and looking out of shape and falling over. So we need to duplicate that on the right. But I love like yesterday, Shaw played sixty minutes solid and we could rest him and get tellers on. And Tellers would, would do his bit as well. I do mm. agree with that, Timmy. Shaw has been much better than Tellers. But I love the dynamic on the le- on the left-back position. 
the less I say about tellers, the better we're. <laughs> a question from Kyle Day. Um, Mariah, after seeing that 9am performance against Leeds, how do I feel? Um, it hasn't really changed how I feel. Like I, I already know what Marshall is about. Um, for me, um, I'm actually more worried that he's not putting the chances away, if anything, um, because that is something that he's always done well. He's always, uh, for those of you who believe in it, and I am somebody who does, um, he's always <clears throat> outperformed his XG always been clinical and he's he's a good footballer. He's generally a good footballer. So the fact that not just in this game, over the last half a dozen games or so, he's consistently missed chances which could have potentially changed games for us. You're looking at the game against PSG. You're looking at the chances he missed against West Brom. Uh, you're looking again at the chances that he missed in the Leeds game. Um, and it's, it's worrying. It's worrying in all honesty. Um, I agree with you that at some point in the season, he will pick up some form and he'll maybe grab like six and eight or six and seven or something like that. But I, I need that to happen sooner rather than, than later. Um, got, a, got a question from Rodney, it looks like. Can we get a no-confidence vote to get Timmy off Mugger? Uh, I think we're all right. Timmy, Timmy, Rodney, Timmy. bro, Rodney's just a weirdo. <laughs> the guy's just a weirdo. Yeah. I've got what a question. Say? This guy doesn't even watch games, fam. He don't come on the pod. He don't watch games, like... <laughs> He's just in the chat to just to just chat shit. They'll get rid of you before me, bro. Facts. No comment. Uh, got a you have to, bro. I know. Who should start in our B team to maintain our position in the top four and give the A team players a rest over Xmas? <clears throat> Van der Beek potentially comes in. Um, Tellez. Yeah, I'm not the biggest Tellez fan. Um, do we want to see a bit of Tuanzebe at the back? Hopefully, yeah. I think I think it's interesting. Obviously, we're not too... Um, none of us are content at the centre-back pairing, but then I don't think centre-back's a position where you can come and um, play players and then give them a rest. I think if you're going to switch it up, like it means you decide to go with two and then you stick with them. I'm not sure centre-backs per se need arrest in season I'd rather you stick with the same pairing and and hope they continue to grow their understanding I'd be looking to rotate the fullbacks Aaron Bissaka definitely needs a rest and he needs to perhaps clear his head I'd like to see obviously Pogba and Van der Beek come in um, and give Fred a rest because I think Fred's played a lot of minutes and then I think Cavani needs to play as well one to um, to take the pressure off Martial slightly and and two because he's actually just probably the only all-round competent number nine we have. Um, so, yeah, bit of rotation there. Bruno needs a rest as well because Bruno, we know he's high risk, high reward. And when he's tired and the reward disappears, <laughs> the risk, the high, no, risk, no the reward. risk <laughs> high risk, no reward. It's true. It's true. Um, there was actually some DMs that have been mentioned in the in the comment. Douglas Louise, mm. Zakaria. Leymer that Toby mentioned, but he said he's more of a pressing monster. Um, and a DM from Inter Milan um, has been mentioned too. Um, Toby is, also said we should recall Dallo. The thing is, realistically, we know that um, Aston Villa are not going to let Douglas Luiz go on the cheap, let alone let him go in January. So I think I think that one's probably a miss. I'm not too sure um, about Zakaria. Recalling Dallo... <laughs> We don't have enough. I don't think we have enough protection for us to be playing Dallo because Dallo defensively he's not he's not good enough. Um, so I think I'd like to see Led 
um, given a chance there. And maybe, I'm not the biggest fan of Williams, but he's been <clears> playing <throat> on the wrong side. So maybe he could get a run out right no, back. But, um... No, 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 no. Bradley and Williams, man. He's pants. Yeah. Um, he's pants. Um, cool. So, so with that, I will thank you all for your time. Stevie, that's always a pleasure. Hi, Timmy, yeah, run me my dollars. Thank you a lot for your time this evening. Timmy, always a pleasure, brother. Stevie, uh, next week, hopefully, you'll be in Ghana. Um, so uh, you probably won't be on, but if that doesn't work... Materialise? <laughs> nah, I told you, by force or by fire, boy, I'm going to be there. I'm going to be there. Bro, I hope your flight gets cancelled, fam. Imagine. Is that what we're doing now? <laughs> Brother, I hope you don't go, fam. Stay in England with us, fam. Right, I'm going to send you snaps all week. I want you to know. <laughs> well, thanks for your time, boys. Peace. Rashford, he's in here. He scores! Marcus Rashford takes yet another step up the ladder. And it's a lad from Manchester. Who's